Hey everyone, it's Stefano from the GCMC, and you're listening to the GCMC podcast, where we get off-the-record thoughts and perspectives from hiring managers and individuals on campus recruiting teams. And here with me today, I have Otaviana Derubo from Witham. So, Otaviana, thanks so much for joining us. Super, super excited. Uh, we met maybe like a couple of weeks ago or a month ago when we were um, holding our campus recruiting meetings, and when I asked if you would be interested in uh, coming on to the podcast you were so we're super excited to talk about communication today so if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself hi everyone thank you so much for uh, having me today i really appreciate it and like stefano said we met a few few weeks ago or a month ago uh, to talk about campus recruiting and how my firm will be recruiting for the season and coming to your school soon um so as uh, Stefano mentioned, I do work for Witham, and I am recruiting for the New York City office. And we are currently uh, discussing our communication skills and what we look for in our upcoming interns. Yeah, definitely. And when we first started talking about the communication topic, we realized that it, it can be really broad. Yeah, <laughs> um, all, over all over the place. So that's why we wanted to, I guess, filter it down a little bit more and really focus in on something specific. So the reason why communication even came up is because during uh, our meetings with, with them and with other firms, like we ask for feedback all the time. So we ask, how's campus recruiting going? How are students performing? Um, anything that we can take back to campus for programming? And the number one uh, piece of feedback that we get is always communication. Um, but it's not Baruch specific. I think it's a campus-wide, nationwide uh, bit of information that I think applicants and students can always continue improving their communication skills. Um, so as we were talking about communication, we really decided to focus in on in-person communication uh, because as we all know, on-campus recruiting season is pretty much well underway now, if it hasn't already, depending on when the episode goes live. Um, but as we know, there is a lot of communication that goes on, be it at events or career fairs, or even while you're interviewing and meeting with uh, hiring managers or recruiters. Um, so because of that, we really wanted to hone in on this and really highlight how can we best prepare our students for communicating in person. So what would you say are maybe some of the ways in which our students can continually develop their in-person communication skills? Well, one of the things I always recommend is um, definitely attending all these career fairs, attending all, you know the mid-size uh, roundtable discussions, just meeting with people and talking to people. That's the best way to improve your, uh, you know, communication skills, your eye contact. It's its not just about speaking to a person, but it's also uh, having enthusiasm as you're speaking and showing someone that you care. Uh, you want to be direct and not make it something that takes two hours to, to explain or talk about. So, you know, when you're, when you're meeting with a, an interviewer or uh, just someone in networking skills, the best thing to do is be direct, uh, not too direct, but uh, just get your point out there and, and always keep practicing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I feel like events are a good venue for practicing because mm -hmm. you're meeting different people, you're connecting with them. Uh, you're also connecting with other students too. So chances are, like if you're waiting online, like get to know them too, you know, get to figure out like what brings them to the event, who they're interested in talking to. Then when you talk to the recruiters, uh, just continually practicing. But something that I really did appreciate you mentioning and bringing up is nonverbal too. 
So eye contact, maybe posture. So do you have a, any bits of advice when it comes to that? Let's say we're at a career fair. Like what would you say are some of the you know bits of advice that you would give for nonverbal communication as well? Sure. So always um, maintain like a smile. You don't want to look mean or grouchy. Um, <laughs> you you want to you want to have that eye contact. You don't want to look around and look at all the other tables or other firms as you're talking to a recruiter because that's just it shows that you're not interested. Your lack of interest. Um, and of course, if uh, you don't want to give a handshake, just nod your head or say hello, thank you. Um, those are different ways to stick out as well because it shows that you're you know you're respectful and you uh you're mindful of the other person Mm -hmm. and it's so funny that you bring up the handshake so i remember when i was in grad school um i facilitated a, a workshop on like career fairs and like the handshake was a pretty big component so obviously you know not everyone uh will give a handshake and that's totally fine so as you were mentioning so either not or you know whatever feels comfortable for you but if you are uh, engaging in a handshake, I think it's really important to have it be a good one. Yes, you definitely want to have a firm handshake, not just one that like your tip of the fingers like me, because then it's just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to show that, hey, I have a firm handshake. I'm professional and I'm serious about the pos the position I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. I think it speaks, uh, I guess, like confidence. Yes. You know, when you're meeting someone and like it's a good handshake, but even at events when uh, when I connect with different people, sometimes it'll be like a very like limp one. I'm like, yeah. oh no, <laughs> like, do you want to meet me? Do you yeah. not want to meet me? Um, so that's a, that's a really good point about the nonverbal communication uh, for sure. Now we did talk about career fairs a little bit, and we know that they can be super overwhelming, uh, very high traffic, a long lines. So uh, what would you say is maybe you know, one of the best ways in which you can communicate and articulate, you know, your point across when you're in a loud room or like maybe it can be a little distracting, like any bits of advice around that? Yeah. Well, first I would like to mention, do your research prior to the career fair. You want to see what firms are out there and what firm would you want to be part of? You don't want to go to every single table and just get your name out there. You want to go to the, the companies that you can see yourself working in um, and potentially having a future with. So as you're going around and you're introducing yourself, go to the companies that you're interested in and make yourself known. Maybe say like a random fact or, you know, why why do you like the company? And, and don't just say something that, you know, that you did your research on the company, like, oh, you know, with them, you're the dancing accountants. Like say something like, oh, wow, I see that you have offices throughout the United States. Um, is there a way that we can work out of this office or this office? That shows that you have done your research and that you're really interested in the company and pursuing a career here. So as you're, you know, researching your companies, going around, try to find something that's distinct that can relate to your uh, future career. That's a really good point about doing research because I feel like when you know what you're talking about, you actually sound confident. So not only do you come across as well-informed, but you'll also sound confident mm -hmm. saying like, yes, I am interested in this firm because of X, Y, and Z reason. And, you know, I was doing research and I found one, two, and three, and maybe reference like, I don't know, an annual report or like a recent press release or, you know, yeah. something that like really stood out to you. And I feel like that, in addition to a strong handshake, also communicates confidence as well. Um, especially as you're trying to get to know the recruiter, the professional that's at the event, right. so that way you can really articulate 
your interests and you know perhaps value add uh, to the role yeah and like a lot of the times firms do have um, like an Instagram or a social media page maybe it just helps to go on the social media page and see if they've had any summer events for interns or entry level and then you could talk about it and say oh I saw that back in July you hosted this event will you be doing it again Thing- things of that nature mm-hmm. yep so at these events, um, definitely communicating. There's a lot going on, trying to get your point across, articulate your value add, sound confident. Um, so I feel like if we take a step back and look at it at the ground level, it's like, yes, like communication is important because you want to get your point across and you want to make sure that you're connecting with the right firm. Um, but how about beyond that? Like, what do you think makes communication important at a professional services firm? Uh, I always tell candidates that communication is key. So no matter what you're doing, um, you know, as you pursue your career, you always want to let the people you're working for know what you're doing, you know, either by summarizing it at the end of the day or the end of the week, just keeping everyone in the loop. Um, You don't want to just leave at five o'clock during your internship or your new position without letting your managers know or leaving on Friday, not letting anyone know you you will be out of the office on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, just keeping everyone informed, much like how it is in a classroom setting where if you have an issue with an assignment, you go speak to your professor um, or you're speaking with your, uh, you know, your classmates if you're doing a project. Communication is key. You want to keep everyone in the loop so everyone's aware of what's going on and how someone can help you help you uh in case you're struggling for something Mm -hmm. definitely so being able to communicate with your team your direct report uh letting them know you know what's going on if you need help asking questions along the way sounds like that's really important very very important okay um so in addition to career fairs at Baruch, we also host a good number of events with alumni uh, some of which are pretty senior level professionals so uh, even when I attend some of the some of these events, like even I myself can feel a little intimidated because I too am a little bit earlier on in my career, and I just get to meet these really seasoned professionals, accomplished Baruch alumni. So it can definitely be a little intimidating, and I get some of that feedback from students as well as to figuring out like, well, I don't know what to say, or like, you know, how do I go up to them? Like, can you introduce me, or should I introduce myself? So at some of these networking events, our students will get to interact. Uh, with senior level professionals. So what are some bits of advice that you could give to our students as they interact with them, be it at events or even like on the job, like if they're interning somewhere and they have to meet with, you know, like a director or a manager or something like that? Like what are some what are some bits of advice that you would have for that? Um, I I definitely wouldn't be intimidated at an event. Um, You know, they're there also because they want to meet you. So don't feel scared to approach them. as you walk in and in a group of people just introduce yourself and say you know i'm a baruch um student or a baruch alumni uh wherever you are right now in your career and um just find something in common or you know try to listen in on what they were talking about with other students around and and see if you have something there to chime in um in a business environment uh always have a pen and paper you want to make sure that you're taking notes if they're telling you, uh, you know, what to do on an assignment, on a project. Uh, that's always the best because you don't want to nod your head and say yes, 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 and then you walk to your desk and you completely forget everything they said. Uh, so that's something that is very important when you're meeting with a senior level person or someone who's um, a little more experienced. Mm-hmm. 
Or uh, if you don't have a pen and paper, don't whip out your phone. <laughs> exactly, because although our phones have a lot of different cool features on them, in a work environment, it might seem that you're just texting or you know doing something else. Always have a pen and paper and be old school about it. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, I was going to an event, um, I think a couple of months back, and I was like rushing in the morning and like packed my bag, I had everything. And then as I'm on the train, I realized I didn't have a notepad and a pen. And I was like, no, I have so many at home. I have so many in the office. So I actually, like, stopped by, like, a, a pharmacy and, like, bought, like, a, like, mini notepad and, like, a pen. Because I knew that if I showed up without it, like, at this meeting, like, it was going to look bad. Yeah. And even if, like, I didn't take any notes, I feel like just, like, having it, too, like, as an accessory or a prop, like, I think, like, speaks volumes yes. about you. Yes, definitely. It seems that... Um, for some reason, it just seems that you care more. And even if you just jot some things down, it also helps you later on to go back and be like, oh, yeah, when we talked about this, we also talked about this, and I need to follow up. So th- there's there's pros and cons to it, but it's just the, the perspective. Mm-hmm. And as I said that, Taviana looked down at my notepad that has, like, one word written on it. <laughs> I didn't really need to. <laughs> So I did bring a notepad to our meeting. So we're actually at the Witham offices. So I don't know if you hear any like ambulances or construction or anything. Um, but I, I did bring one <laughs> because I like to be prepared just in case. Um, so great. So continuing the conversation on the job. So let's say like a student is interning somewhere or a recent grad is working somewhere. Um, what are some good examples of communication? And what are maybe some not so great examples of communication? So that can include communicating with clients, like in meetings or presentations or team members or direct report, you know, anything that you've learned, you know, from your time um, throughout your career, maybe that you can highlight for students. Sure, of course. So um, I guess going with the best styles of communicating uh, like I mentioned earlier you want to follow up with your team so if you're working with a supervisor or manager whoever it may be at the end of the day or you know middle of the day follow up with them let them know what you've accomplished so far if you have any questions um, if there's anything they can do to help you uh, and as well at the end of the day be like hey is it okay if I can uh, head home right now I finished XYZ and I'll continue ABC tomorrow morning um, if you can't make it for whatever reason the next day, make sure you let your team know because they'll be looking for you and they're going to be like, where is Stefano? Why isn't he here today? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely definitely one of the, the key things to remember, always keeping your team informed. Um, and some things that I noted that some interns or prior employees did was they – didn't even though I told them that they needed to show up the next day they didn't show up because they said that a manager or someone else had told them not to Mm. not to come in and to come in a different day but I was never informed and it's my responsibility to oversee the staff and see who's working on what and when I went to look for him uh, for a project he wasn't here so that's that's one of the things you don't want to do always let the office manager or you know uh, whoever's in charge of the interns or staff know um, what you're working on and if you will or will not be in the office and why. Uh, even just an email would help um, if you can't find them. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that, like I, it always goes back, communication is key. Mm-hmm. Right, so letting your team 
know what you're up to, uh, status updates, um, asking any questions along the way. Um, and, and I feel like asking questions along the way is something that uh, has come up a bit, even during my time working in career services, is that sometimes students, uh, I guess related to communicating with more senior level professionals, feel intimidated to ask questions and perhaps a little bit scared and, and thinking, well, I got the internship. They thought I was good, but now I don't really know <laughs> what Not I have to do. Not at all. We know that as an intern or an entry level staff, Yes, you went to school and you learned all this knowledgeable information, um, but you, you'll you notice that in a work environment, it's completely different. There's so many different ways of um, approaching a problem, and we want you to ask questions. Um, and the best way to go about that is make a list. You know, Every time you're going through like a project or whatever you may be working on, make a list. And then once you get to five questions or 10 questions, then go ask the person you're working for. You don't want to always keep going back and forth, back and forth. That Then it, it can get a little frustrating. But if you make a list, you'll notice that maybe as you're asking questions one, two, three, you can then answer question four, five, six by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be intimidated because we do appreciate the questions. It, it makes us um, aware that you care and that you are interested in learning and you want to learn more because you're always going to be learning in your career no matter how far along you may be there's always new laws new ways of doing something uh, with the newest technology there's definitely easier ways to approach a problem um, but there can also be challenges so it's always best to ask questions because you you'll learn the best by those around you mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and like we said at the beginning of the episode, I think communication is just a skill that is continually developed, you know, through experience, be it on campus, on the job, a trial and error, asking questions, and even just getting feedback too. So like if you're working on a team and maybe they have a different communication style or a different culture or preference, you know, that could be feedback that you get. And I think related also asking, mm-hmm. you know, how would you prefer that I communicate X, Y, and Z? You know, do you want me to let you know in person, in email? Uh, trying to figure out, I think those different work styles, I think, helps in strengthening that communication. Yes. Uh, th- because you'll notice that as you work with different people, each person has a different style. So it's always best to ask them before you start something, hey, do you want me to email you? Or do you want me to Skype you? Or do you want me to give you a call or come to your office? It's always great and the best thing to do is ask that person before you do you do something and because you'll see each manager each supervisor will have their own way of working and working with you Mm -hmm. definitely um those those are all very real scenarios from career fairs on campus networking events um interacting with senior level professionals on the job examples um so i feel like that's a lot of really great information so thanks so much of course thank you for having me yeah thanks so much for taking the time um to just connect with us and you know share some of these bits of advice i know that as on-campus recruiting season gears up students are going to be communicating a lot (laughs) with firms with recruiters with professionals at all these events so we really do appreciate you um so this time is there anything that you want to promote before we wrap up you know this is going to be the firm or anything any activities that you're going to be participating in 
Uh, yes, so like I said, um, I am with Witham, so we will be on campus on September 7th for the career fair, and then we will also be participating on September 24th. Uh, for the, right, it's the twenty fourth, uh, the roundtable event. Uh, September twentieth. Oh, twentieth. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. uh, for the roundtable event, and then we will be accepting um, resumes and applications uh, for our f- busy season internship and our summer internship. Uh, and we will then be on campus in later September for on-campus interviews. Yay, awesome. Yeah. It's a little unbelievable because when we first met, uh, I think last month then it was, we were planning all of these dates, but now September is it's like here, here basically. It's crazy. it's crazy. So we're super excited to welcome you back to the career fair. Um, the postings, uh, if they aren't up, they will be up shortly on, um, on Zickling Career Link. So be sure to look out for uh, as... Taviana was saying the uh, busy season and the summer internship roles and then they'll be visiting campus to interview uh, selected students for those roles later on uh, in the month so do keep an eye out and then be sure to connect with the participating professionals at the uh, Mid-Tizer County Roundtable on the 20th so links to all of that information will be in the description but as always if you have any questions let us know at the GCMT we're always happy to help uh, so Taviana thank you again so much for being here thank you all for, for listening to me and for having me be part of this podcast I really appreciate it totally we're super excited and thanks for listening to the GCMC podcast looking forward to speaking with you soon